Thanksgiving Miracle by Renata Bedwin. Mr. Bailey, would you like white or dark meat? asked Eric, the handsome blonde steward. He was addressing the passenger in the window seat of the first row of Pan American Flight 435 from Caracas to JFK. Dark, please, answered Mr. Bailey. 23 years old and a recent immigrant from Switzerland to the United States, it was my first Thanksgiving. I was called on very short notice to cover this flight because someone had reported in sick, probably so they could be home with their family. Eric, who was not much older than me, was my supervisor that day. He and I were assigned to work the first-class cabin. And despite the fact that the galley of the Boeing 737 was far too small to hold a turkey, the airline had insisted we serve a proper Thanksgiving lunch to our first-class passengers. The Caracas catering crew had delivered an enormous steaming hot turkey wrapped in layers of silver foil. The only place it could be secured for takeoff was strapped on my lap with a seatbelt extender. As we took to the air, I held on for dear life, worried it would leak and ruin my beautiful new uniform, or worse, slip from my arms and turn into a deadly projectile. I could imagine the headline. Stewardess kills passenger with 20-pound flying turkey. Having reached our cruising altitude high over the Caribbean, Eric and I got to work in the closet-sized galley, preparing the serving cart for the main course. We pulled out various dishes from small compartments, took the lids off, and heated them up individually. The lower part of the galley held the serving carts as well as meals for the crew, Two narrow shelves on each side and a small heating oven were all we had to work with. After juggling the many parts of the meal, every inch of the serving cart was finally covered with colorful dishes. There were green beans, cranberry sauce, a fragrant pumpkin dish, and buttery mashed potatoes. Topping off the magnificent spread was the large roasted turkey with its aromatic stuffing. I had greeted the first-class passengers as they boarded. The cabin, bright and comfortable, with two large seats on either side of the aisle, was completely full. We served mimosas while still on the ground, and I had a chance to chat with each passenger. The 12 businessmen, most middle-aged and all dressed meticulously in suits and ties, were in a good mood. Several told me how glad they were to get home to their families for the holidays. In the air, once the seatbelt and no smoking signs were turned off, we served fresh rolls with butter and offered more beverages. A colorful salad with shrimp was the first course. After we cleared the salad plates, the passengers sat expectantly behind their linen-covered tray tables set with crystal glasses and silver cutlery. Some had lit a cigarette. Eric, walking backwards, pulled the richly laden cart slowly out of the galley and toured the first row of seats. I followed him on the opposite side of the cart, facing 12 pairs of eyes fixed on us. Arrived at the first row, Eric lifted his carving knife and sliced elegantly into the still intact turkey to obtain a choice piece of dark meat for Mr. Bailey. I was smiling and holding up a serving plate to receive it when disaster struck. As Eric made his first cut, the bird, who was having none of it, came loose from the fork that was meant to secure it and slid clear across the cart. 
To complete its escape, it leaped over the edge, taking its final flight and landing on the floor at my feet. Forcing a calm look on my face, I panicked in my head. As a brand new member of the crew, I might be blamed for this and could even get fired. The picture of my recent graduation flashed before my eyes. There I was, standing proudly between my smiling classmates, all of us beaming in our smart blue uniforms, white gloves, and pillbox hats, ready to travel the world. Was this the end of my dream? I stared at the turkey and then at Eric. What do we do now? Without missing a beat, he calmly looked back at me and, glancing discreetly at the grounded bird, asked, Could you please go and get the other turkey? What other turkey? It took me a moment to understand, but when it dawned on me what he had just proposed, I froze for a split second before nodding and leaning down to carefully pick up the heavy roast. Back in the galley, I dusted it off thoroughly, cleaning every surface with paper towels, a fresh pair of crisp white fringed paper booties on each leg completed the transformation. With my heart jumping out of my chest and trying to steady my shaking hands, I carried it back out to the cabin. Placing it on the card, I said to Eric with the most earnest expression I could muster, Here is the other turkey. He nodded at me with a friendly smile and continued serving as if nothing had happened. The meal was a huge success. Some even asked for seconds. I took a deep breath of relief when we landed in New York on that Thanksgiving evening. Whatever other calamities were waiting for me, I had passed the test of maneuvering and escaping Turkey at 30,000 feet and felt that I could look forward to my career in the sky with greater confidence. To this day, though, I'm mystified that no one ever figured out that the appearance of a second turkey from that tiny galley would have required nothing short of a miracle.